friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Still, uh, I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them corners and them lolos, girl. Still, still taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the L-O-R-D. You can find information on our sponsors and events that we have coming up at the end of this episode. Real quick, this episode is sponsored by Woodpost Metalworks. You can go to woodpostmetalworks.com and use offer code PODCAST817 for 10% off. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Again, that is woodpostmetalworks.com. This episode is part two in a series of recordings that we did covering the Psychedelic Panther year two out at Lola's. In this episode, we sit down with Dustin Snyder from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre podcast, Susie Ramone from the Fort Worth Famous podcast, and Mr. Jeffrey Lord from the Funky Town podcast. And not too far into this episode, we're going to unleash uh, some AI on you. Something that uh, Dustin Snyder put together involving uh, Mr. Lord and myself in a, in a wrap-off. So that was interesting. All right, that's enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here, and let's start the show! We're live at the Psychedelic Panther Year 2 with my homeboy, the Podfather, Mr. Dustin Schneider. How you doing, sir? Can I call you Podfather? I know that's a... Uh, no. That's yeah, weird. That, I that's feel not, weird being that's called not that. something we use around here. Yeah, because I feel it yeah. disrespects Adam Curry down in Austin, who is the actual Podfather, ah. who came up with the whole thing. Right, right. Is he in Austin? He's in Austin. I didn't know that. Yeah. Amsterdam. That's the guy that invented the RSS feed? Or started using the RSS feed to link to basically MP3s of audio that was recorded and having a place to distribute it all. Yeah. He came up with that. Him and another guy came up with the whole concept, but he's the podfather. There's no way to really explain how that works without totally nerding out, right? No. I mean, I I think... We don't have enough time. I've had a podcast for three years, and I don't think I would understand yeah, it's chaos. Once I it's chaos theory. Once I put that RSS feed on the directory, after that, I have no <laughs> idea how it works. See, I don't even have to do that. I just put a link, and you're done. Well, yeah, now, but like yeah. whenever you started your show, you had to, you know, build up. everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building everything. Well, I used to do web design many, many moons ago, so everything's just gotten easier because I was doing stuff back when you worked for the Alphabet Boys. Back when I knew, yeah. When I worked for the Alphabet Boys. <laughs> um, no, it was back in the days like when I was working for the Observer and stuff. We, uh, Me and another buddy designed a bunch of websites for different companies and junk. And it's fun. Days of Flash, learning Flash. Now I look back on it and I laugh, but that's everything. <laughs> How yeah. about technology and the way it's accelerating now? Like, used to it was like, man, six months from now, this uh, software is going to be out of date. Now it's like, Weekly? Well, and I forgot what the theory is. I forgot whose it was, but you know, everything always doubles in technology. Yeah. So speed is going to be one of those things. It's going to double also as the technology doubles. You know, the ramp up for speed 
and how fast it happens is going to be it's just going to ramp up with it well it's all going one direction you can't stop it i feel like a good example is with you being on the show and and you know completely destroying my reputation with ai Mm -hmm. um that technology right there has really exploded you're telling quite me rapidly. You're upset. You destroyed my reputation, sir. You are upset because I gave you the Snoop Dogg role? <laughs> yeah. We're still with you. Uh, still waters run deep. Still Andrew and L-O-R-D. Nine-nine. Guess who's back? Still. Still doing that shit, huh, Lord? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Lord Dave, a.k.a. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot, because when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Lord fell off. How? My last podcast was supersonic. They want to know if he still got it. They say raps change. They want to know how I feel about it. If you ain't up on things. The Lord is the name. I'm ahead of my game. Still puffing my leaves. Still fuck with the beats. Still not loving police. Uh-huh. Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease. For sure. Still got love for the streets. Reppin' 817. For life. Still the beats bang. Still doing my thing. Since I left, ain't too much changed. Still, uh, I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world. Still, still hitting them corners and them low lows, girl. Still, still, still taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the L O R D. Uh, I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world. Still hitting them corners and them low lows, girl. Still, still, still taking my time to perfect the beat. And I still got love for the streets. It's the L O R D. Right back up in your <laughs> ass. Nine five plus four pennies. Add that shit up. L O R D. Right back up on top of things. Smoke some with your Drew. No stress. No seeds. No stems. No stick. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. We put it in the air. <laughs> oh, you yeah. have the Snoop Dogg, role. dude. I need that. Can you? Can I have that? I need that. Okay, <laughs> I so I was talking that. about what you did on my show, like with the oh yeah, the, yeah. The, the material you brought with yeah. AI using my voice to say no. crazy shit. Let's be honest. This day and age, all the shit that's going on downtown, Maddie Parker ain't coming on anybody's show. You know what? You're right. You're at right. all. I don't blame her. I don't, I don't blame, blame her either. At She's getting ran through hell. I feel sad for her. I can't her believe she's re. Uh, I can't believe she's running again. Honestly, I guess it's not that bad. Maybe it's all just perception. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there could be that. I'd be kind of freaked out if someone left a coffin in my front yard, spray painted all up. That's weird. I would be concerned for my family just because the world is the way it is, and that seems like the precursor to some really wild shit to come. You know. Well, I may make a few phone calls and go. You know, I'm a. I'm I'm the city mayor of Fort Worth. Yeah. I have a, a half a Secret Service guy. Half, yeah. Like one that he checks in. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He won't really take a bullet for you. Right. He's not that great at being close to important people. Right. But <laughs> he's good enough for a city mayor. You know, yeah. he's at the bottom of the Secret Service. He'll make list. a phone like call. Yeah. You know, he'll keep an eye on like, things. Like he just barely missed qualifying on the shooting range. Surely she. Ha- oh, so like, no, no. I'm sorry. If you can't qual. I don't need you. That's what I'm talking about. He's just right there. Like he's just <laughs> barely there. Nah, I'll keep him. Maddie, you don't need that guy. You don't need that guy that can't qual. Because <laughs> in the target 10 feet in front of you? On the pistol range, it's pretty 
It's pretty close. It's real close. You know, I forgot I, how close it was. So I uh, I, I went army uh-huh. on all my ranges, and that's 300 meters, right? Yeah. I could hit it. But the Marines fire on a 500-meter target, and uh-huh. I tried that one time. And I think out of four shots, I hit one. Well, see, I screwed up when we were on your show and the, the one you played of with us last time I was talking about that range down there because I was listening back and I said everything in feet and I was like well that's not impressive well, the last shoot. one even in feet was impressive well no so it is make whatever adjustment you need it is you qualify at the 600 yard range you can then go up and shoot on the 14 or 1700 yard range okay that's and it's insane. up on a hill that's a gully dug out, and it goes down. Because a mile is what? 5,200 feet. How many meters is that? <laughs> the I think it's yeah, 1,800 I mean, meters, right? Isn't that a mile? Somewhere. I thought it was like, yeah. Yeah, 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 it would be. Let's look it up. Go ahead. So anyway, you're right there at a mile. It's downhill, and you've got a guy watching over you while you do it. And once you qualify at that, then they pretty much just, I think you own the place. I think that's what it is. You, you become a co-owner. 1609. So 1,609 meters. So you're, I think it, so if it's that Damn, far. That's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. And, it's and cool what place. was the distance on the range? You said 18? 1,600. It's right at a mile. So it's like either at or just above? 1,500. Oh, okay. Right at yeah. or just below. Yeah. Okay. Damn. That's goes crazy. down and across this farmland and down there, and there's there's a couple of berms along the way. You so can shoot shorter. What's your longest shot, and what's the weapon system you used? Uh, we're really getting into guns while we're. Oh, at music you know, festival. we shouldn't. We shouldn't again. Yeah, you know, let's talk now. You know what? <laughs> yeah, we just went on a a pew pew rampage yeah. for like thirty minutes. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. You're right. So we're at a music festival, and there's celebrities everywhere. I saw uh, Taylor Morrison, Mormonson, whatever. I saw her earlier. Swifty was here. Uh, she had that concert she, last weekend, and she popped in for a she minute. Stopped in for the week. Weekend, I saw um, uh, uh, Aston Kutcher. Yeah, bought him a drink. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's here. It's a pretty. It's a pretty happening deal. This is Fort Worth, Coachella. You know, George Clooney was at the last year's, and I thought he would show up for this one, but I don't know what happened. Susie yeah. Ramone. Oh, Susie well, Ramone showed up. She's here. Yeah, yeah, she's here. That was my highlight. Um, you got a, you got a ton of vendors out here. You know, it's this is. Fort Worth Coachella all the way. I don't know if you know this, but I've got Jeff Zero just off to the uh, kind of 45 degrees off the Fort Worth Roots Mobile Studio. That's kind of where you want to keep him. And every single one of those shirts over there he made, and each one is an original. It's a one of a kind. That's his deal. Yeah. He tie-dyes like crazy. And that, but, I mean, look at that. And Who's got that much and he time? He went and dry cleaned a few of them, so it was set in. Really? Yeah. How much are those? That's oh, the one I want. Where it's, it's set, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. she's on three. Yeah. Hello, oh, hey. Su- you're live. Oh, wow. Hi. I got Susie Ramone. Woo! What do you think about our setup oh. here? I like your setup. I was thinking like I needed a, a microphone and headphones, and look at this. It's all in one. I Yeah. I mean, I've got that because I... I, whenever I bought these, I didn't break for a fourth set. I'm like, I'll never have three guests on at the same time. Yeah. Actually, it Your was Your very first one you had that many <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. There's ranch over there if you huh. want it to dip in. And I got a hot dog. Susie brought the goods. I did. She got the Lola's Buffet. 
Yeah, very good. What uh, very good. what what selections did you make? I got the Beach Boy, of course, because okay. I'm a California girl. Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. So it's got. Uh, you know what's so funny that like every place you go that makes it California, whatever, the thing that makes it California is the avocado. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, this looks Put like a little it has slice of. On it. No, it's avocado. No. Okay. Guanciale. Lanchale. Not that. The, no, I this know. one. Um, yeah, avocado guanciale, like yellow mustard. But like this man right here is so picky about what he eats. He doesn't want onion on it. He doesn't want. Uh, I hate onions. Yeah, what? tomatoes. Yeah. No tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes don't work around. Is there like any it. version of the onion that you like? Chives. Fried. fried. Oh yeah. How do you like feel about onion chives? rings? No, chives are okay. Yeah, there's chives I mean, on there's here. There's chives right here, and, and I'll cool. have them in my. Uh, I just, man, I don't want to walk around with, like, just red onion breath all day. Oh, I don't I mind. People. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Mm-mm. I'm like, hey, you want to make out? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Better have this <laughs> onion first. Yeah. Otherwise, you're in for a mm-hmm. south of the border kind of ride. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> yes, you did. No, 100%. no, no. Sure you didn't. No, I was talking about onions. You broke sure my Sure you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into you you looked like an owl there for a minute. I, yeah, he was like, what the hell? What did the show just turn into? His, his eyes were that big. Is that and a proposition? His, his head rotated so fast it looked like it'd spin off. That it's was good. true. So, yeah, we're talking about all the celebrities that are here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Michael J. Fox is walking around. He's here. Well, now. he's twitching around. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Is that too far? That was too far. I love Michael J. Fox. I do too. I do too, and I'm sure that one of your new sponsors would really appreciate that. McFly's. Oh, Makia's packing up, dude. Oh yeah. Uh oh. I tried yeah. to get her to go camping with me. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I talked to her about it too. Hopefully she'll do it. 9:30 and the traffic didn't really pick up on Friday. I'm hoping tomorrow is a lot better. It will be. What time you gotta be here tomorrow? Mm, well, see, Joe said four, and I'm thinking, what am I gonna do with the rest of my Saturday? I do have an interview with uh, Cassandra Loren. Is that right? No, we don't know. I think that's right. Who's that? She's a beautiful, very artistic musician here in Fort Worth. Okay. And uh, where did I meet? I met her at the Mixer, uh, the Here Fort Worth Mixer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I checked her out at uh, Hotel Rebel. Y'all ever been there? Right over on uh, the end of Magnolia. I'm not really impressed with it. It's uh. It's I've never been there. It's supposed I'm to be like because it costs so much issues with old school Magnolia. They got pissed really? about the, all these hotels coming in here and stuff. Yeah. Huh. Lawrence, Cassandra Lawrence. I'm messing up that name. Oh. I gotta look it up now. Um. So what? Uh, what's the vibe, guys? What do you think about this? How did we do this year? I mean, I think that uh, the vibe is the vibe. I think we've peaked tonight, <laughs> and I think, uh, I mean, if we're going to be honest, I think Ashton Kutcher already went home. Yeah. I think he grabbed his helicopter out of here. Oh, those um, celebrities. I don't know about... Um, it's Cassandra Lawrence, by the way. I don't know Cassandra if I Cassandra Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. I think I saw Paul Walker walking around here. No, I thought you were going to say Paul Wall. I was like, shut the fuck up. You thought my Michael J. Fox joke went too far. <laughs> Here you are, are talking about Paul Walker walking. Well, I mean, it's not nice. Man's on fire. He could be a ghost. <laughs> he could be doing it. Um, tell me about this upcoming camping trip to uh, Big Ben. 
Ooh, to Big Ben, not to not the one that's upcoming, upcoming like next weekend. The test no, no, the, the big test one, launch. the big one, the big the one, the big one. Yeah, so you this have is, very um, excited. You have patches made. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We've had patches made. So this was going to be a bi-yearly thing, right before COVID. Yes, right before COVID. Does bi-yearly mean twice a year? Yeah. Yep. Damn. What? We were, because of temperatures and people's schedules, we we're going to at least do one in the fall, one in the spring, mm-hmm. where we invite all our good friends that are close out. And we did. We did one out in Mineral Wells. Uh, it was fantastic. There were... The state park there? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Dude, I love that state park. That's my favorite, probably. During the day, there were like... Proximity counts. What, 30? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like 30 of us all hanging out, doing stuff, fishing, drinking, yeah. cursing. Having fun, playing music. You used foul language? Yep. Fishing, uh, drinking, cursing. That's what yeah. the patch says. We had a fun... Um, Don't you get cheese on my headset. <laughs> Try not to. <laughs> so, that got screwed by COVID, and we were talking, you know, a few of us kept going camping together here and there. Yeah. And we're like, no, we need to do another big, big, big one. And everybody has been talking about... Well, like Matt and my cousin Jeremy, they've been, um, we, we got to go to Big Ben. We got to go to Big Ben. We need to go out there. And I was like, well, let's just freaking do it. There's some uh, life events that are happening, too, out there. Such yeah. as? Well, um, I'm I not a, we okay. talk about okay. it on all the right. podcast. Okay. I can't talk about it on the podcast right okay. now. That's all right. Um, if you, there was an announcement a couple of weeks, weeks ago. ago, if you add stuff up. Oh, okay. Nine nine plus five pennies, <laughs> or nine four plus five pennies. Nine four plus five pennies. Yeah, that up. Um, I, I've thought of one. Yeah. So anyway, there's some stuff going on, and it's gonna be fun, and um, we're gonna. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a big fun group. It's going. Cool. Yeah. We're gonna hang out. I'm gonna take my uh, podcast gear, so we do at least a little bit every day. Because I, I hot from the bend. Yeah, like during the middle of the day, you either want to be in water or in the shade, hanging out. Yeah. Most of the activity is going to be in the early morning or at night. Yep. Because I'm going down there to shoot stars. Yeah. And photograph a bunch of crazy stuff. So. And what I'm going there with? to get up on mushrooms. That so too. In the podcast, I like when I edit. When you said I'm going there to get, and you paused. Uh huh. I'm editing that last part out. <laughs> okay. On on the stuff. <laughs> on Dustin's. Oh my! <laughs> say that. Do you, do you like the the George Takai? Oh my! Yes. Oh my! Yeah. Oh my! But yeah, I'm going. We're gonna go. We're gonna have fun, and it's not like we're all bound to do a bunch of shit together. It's everybody go explore and do your own thing and have fun. There's a couple of things I want to do. If people want to join, let's go. Yeah. Um. Got my passport in the mail today. My uh, oh, good renewal. Good, good. I've got my passport, so we can go to Bokias. The new passport's weird. Is it weird? I don't know. I've never I've, had a passport before. This I've was my got, first like, passport. They're good for like nine years, right? Ten, Ten years. Ten. I probably got five or six more on mine. So that's a that's another thing that looks like fun. Um, is uh, oh, you are you going to cross the Bokeas. border? You can. Yeah. yeah, you can take. You can walk across it. You're at the little... You can take a boat across. You can walk across. You can have them walk on a horse across. I've heard you could do that in Terlingua. So there's other little border crossings around there? Mm, yeah. Terlingua is a little f- too far inland. I mean, not that it's very far inland, but it's not 
across not the walk presidio. Not yeah. You wouldn't walk it. Right. But yeah, it's good stuff. Like I'm it's, super stoked. And the thing about Boquillas is it's just a little bitty town, tiny. Yeah. And all they kind of everything that kind of keeps that town afloat. And I'm talking like what seven buildings, maybe eight yeah. buildings. Yeah, yeah. But they have a cool bar over there. They have some cool restaurants, and they have some cool um, little caves and stuff you can go to and um, die. Different. Nope. No. Oh, okay. Different Indian artifacts and stuff. Okay. Like cave paintings, wall, wall yeah. paintings and stuff. You can go there and check out, um, and then eat at the bar. They have a cool restaurant. And I'm it, so um, stoked for it. Last time we were there, it's just real chill. It's not a big town where you have to worry about, you know, is the cartel following me around right. and with guys that are trying to sell me stuff that I don't want. Last time we were there, Bokies was closed. Oh no shit! But is it COVID or because no. of COVID? But they still, I mean, the crossing was closed. Not that the town was closed, but you know, they still kind of um, really count on the revenue from people that go down there. Right, right. So there is a spot that we went to. I think our friend told us about it. That there was like a spot on the road where you would see this big rock that just had stuff all over it that was like for sale from the people from Boquillas. And so we pulled over and we saw like this. Like a thrifty nickel? No, just a little rock. Right, but that's like their thr- thrifty nickel. I guess. They're just I don't posting know. shit on this rock to sell. So on the rock, it was like like uh, beaded, like cacti, like this beautiful beaded artwork. Uh, bracelets, uh, walking sticks, like all sorts of cool shit. Oh, so the items are there. The yeah. items are okay, there. Okay. And you just put your money in a bucket. You put your it's money in a bucket, honor system. But and they're wow. right across, across the river. Across the river, they were there and they were like doing some um, like rodeo, like vaquero stuff, you yeah. know, like all up and down the bank of the river. And then all of a sudden, Everybody started crossing, and they were riding up the thing to come say hello to the people that were buying stuff off the rock. The it was pretty rad. Are y'all getting out of here? You got a beer? No, I have nothing. Do you, do we want to <clears throat> get a beer? I sit here and suffer. <laughs> you want you want some apadillo? No, it's good. I didn't spit in it. I'm all good. I'm okay. gonna sit here, <laughs> and this is my torture <laughs> test right here. <laughs> all right, it so was some hot habanero hollow peenies. Pino, pina, jalapeno, something. jalapeno. Got a piece of dirt miles. I was saying that. Anyway, so we're talking about this trip, and I want to formally put my submission in to attend this thing. Are you really going to do it this time, or is it you going to back out again, then when do it again? Has I, it? When has I ever? Well, he said yes in uh, the night of the visit Fort Worth. Did I really? And I backed out. How many times has he backed out of the trip? No. Big Ben. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. I don't remember ever committing the to Tulips it. night. Yeah. We talked about it, and you're oh. like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Let's do it. Do you remember? Uh, I don't. Anyway, so, yeah, if you're in. I don't remember you committing. You You kept saying, yes, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Let's do it. So the day, the last time we talked about it, I was apprehensive because my April is so packed. Well, this is in May. I know, I know. So okay. I think I think I'm in kind of panic mode. Is why I just I'm still burning. Immediately said no, but then I went to work and I found out I had plenty of uh, PTO. So I'm like, let's do it, man, because like all of 2022, I I didn't take a vacation. 
I just worked my ass off. So if I don't do this, it might turn into another year of me not taking time for myself, and I don't want to do that again. So right now we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I think ten or eleven go with us. Right on. Something like that. It'll be a a good group. There's still room. Oh, and by the way. It'll be a good fun group. The first episode of this podcast started with me talking about Terlingua. Really? And wanting to go there and wanting to see it. Terlingua's awesome, man. I was was shocked with that. Do you think we'll make it that far? That's the day I plan to drive out. Okay, okay. And Terlingua is only, from the campsite itself, it's 21 miles. uh, Because you're four miles to pavement. You're like another eight miles to the ranger station, then you're just a few miles out of there till you're into the Terlingua. It sits on the Susie, will you hand me that little controller? The, the, the little white controller blocks. on the table? Yeah, I'm tired of the strobe shit. So, so yeah, the... Um, what did I get? Oh, it's cheese. <laughs> Don't get it on the headset, Susie. I won't. I won't. I won't. It'll be a... We'll get over there. That's that's no problem. Now the the timing is like I know I want to go over there. Maybe roll out of there one night um, at around sunset and shoot some stuff. But you know, like you're talking about catching the stars. That's one of the main reasons I want to go out there, man. Get away from the city lights and just look up. Well, you grew up in out out in Abilene. How far out were you? Were you in town or? Yeah, but it's not the same. It's just not. And uh, see, there's a dark sky spot just north east of there uh, by Albany. Hey. Yeah. Alright, see ya. Just celebrities everywhere. Oh god. Celebrities. That was Darren Houck, the mayor of River Oaks, Texas. Yeah. Just showing. Did he get voted in? Well, by the time this gets released, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the um, north of northeast of uh, by Albany, northeast of Abilene. Right. You got dark sky spots there that are that are almost equal in magnitude as Big Bend. The thing with Big Bend is you go like up into some mountains and then you drop back down into it. And so you're surrounded. You're on the desert floor. And then you have mountains in Mexico to the south of you, so you don't get uh, horizontal light pollution. Right. You know, there's if you're set up in certain parts of the park and you're shooting into Mexico, you may get, like, I don't know, Juarez or something yeah. way out there. Because light, believe it or not, travels a whole hell of a long way. <laughs> well, which is good. But, Otherwise, we'd know nothing. Yeah. But it, it um, I don't know. It's a different world. And, like... I hadn't seen them in a long time, and uh, Jeff, Susie, and I went down to Lano State Park, which is by my where a bunch of my family lives in Junction, Texas, down by Kerrville, okay. yeah, on I-10. And um, we went down there, and Lano State Park's just outside of there. Not sure. Oh uh, yeah. And it had been. Um, I think you can reach it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like eight foot cables. It had been like. I don't know, I'm six, short. eight years, something like that, since I've been down there. Yeah. And we went down to the state park, and that night, we started shooting here and there and did some test stuff here and there and playing on the road, and there's a small, there's a one-billing town called Telegraph down there. 
and it's what is a one billing cow? Building. Oh, one building. One building. Oh, okay, I one thought you said town. billing. I'm like, oh, yeah, one building. Town. No, before. building. Okay. And the only reason it's a town is because that building was the post office. Was. Was. Yeah. <laughs> it's now a landmark. Um, but telegraphs right there, pitch black, and you, you know, you can start seeing stars and you can start mm-hmm. seeing gas. Then we went out to this field. And that's in the state park. We drove up, and there's a <laughs> windmill in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I almost got nauseated. It was wild. It was so cool. It was just that perfect time of year where you, you could see purples and blues and greens pretty vividly. Are we going to see any of that? Yeah, yeah. we should. And then I'm not talking about this is this isn't the you know northern lights Dallas. Yeah, this is gases out in space yeah yeah that you can start seeing them to the naked eye and start seeing you know the purple and you you see a a bright star band but then there's like purples here and there and blues it's amazing and it's really really wild and then you start seeing instead of it just being like when you're in town it just looks like a flat picture Mm -hmm. when you're out there you can then see depth right and And that's when you feel really that's when i and that's when i started feeling sick i was like oh my god yeah, that's it's crazy it's that so it gave forever. you motion, kind of like motion sickness. A little bit of vertigo at first once I wow. started sinking in. Then I was like, okay, we're cool. We're yeah. Cool. Damn. Yeah, I know it's gorgeous. When you get to a dark sky or a one or a two, even the twos yeah. are, are still pretty good. What are you talking about, ones and twos? So dark sky is zero. Okay. Where there's no light pollution. Okay. And we'll, yeah, there's we'll a light pollution that? scale. Yeah. We'll experience nice. that. That's the darkest place in North America. Oh, hell yeah. And it is so gorgeous. I hope we get some clear skies. Yeah, oh, no, we, we should. Yeah, we should get clear skies. The for thing sure. out there, too? Not a whole lot of cloud. No. Because you're out there, you're. Like, all the weird weather builds up just past there. Or yeah. when it's coming from out of it, the out of Mexico to the north, yeah. you know, out of the southwest. It come All the major storm systems build up in go over it now it will snow and there mm-hmm. is hardcore thunderstorm days and damn uh some of those dried up riverbeds will turn into rivers flooding but there's know. snow down there yeah it, it just happened uh, just uh, a few weeks ago spring break yeah people were uh, families went down there and you know they said it was uh <laughs> to get in that restaurant the the, the twilight the, yeah the five star or whatever it's called lone star or something but the movie theater. Is it called Twilight Theater? Something like that. Anyway, to get in there and have a meal where they serve the food, they said it was like a two-hour wait because it was 100 people on the wait list. God. And it was just completely ridiculous. Well, all these families get down there, and the storm system comes through and it snows because you're at a way higher elevation than you are here. You're in the mountains. Hmm. And yeah. you're in this desert that's in the mountains, and then you drive 15 minutes, and you're literally up in the mountains where there are bears you're in, like, and pine, pine trees. Yeah, and it's wild. All in one park. That park has, you know, Dude, all of it. And I'm so excited to explore Santa Elena Canyon more. Walking down in there yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, this is where we find out, you know, because we've, you know, been flirting for a long time, but this mm-hmm. is where we find out if we have real relationship material oh hell yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. so yeah anyway i have an eight person tent i expect you all to sleep in it with me are you are you really bringing an eight person tent i sleep nude it's the only way i can sleep (laughs) it's gonna be hot i snore out of my butthole 
Okay. Okay. So yeah, we'll keep bringing our tent. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll still bring my Coleman pop-up that yeah. only holds two people. No, so I do. I have this, and I've only used it once. And consequently, y'all met the guy that uh, went with me to my trip, uh, 13 acres down in Dripping Springs. Mm-hmm. This little hippie resort. They've got an outdoor shower. It's a really cool spot. We should go there sometime. Um, but it, that tent has been used one time. It was me and Lucas. We took the roadcaster. We went down. Got. I, I wanted to do camping, but I also wanted to go down there for cheap. So, you know, I didn't feel like blowing 300 bucks on a hotel. Dripping no. Springs has gotten ridiculous. No. Yeah, Dude, so I went, I went down it. to Dripping Springs and stayed in a teepee. <laughs> That's the way to go. Yeah, it was rad and scary. I was terrified. But this tent has a screened-in porch and a big old room, and it's pretty simple to set up. So, anyway, I offered this to your uh awesome what do they call that manifest i think we're gonna build a nice little city yeah we are and this next weekend coming up we're gonna practice Uh uh, close to here up at fort richardson which is a awesome state park it's two units and the lake unit is an old uh, quarry okay so the water is pretty blue not you know not limestone blue but it you can see straight to the bottom of it huh People say like fishing out there is ridiculous. Hmm. So, do some fishing. Yep. Set up our little, do a little dry run. We got yeah. some, we got some gear to test out. I'm excited about. What kind of gear? Let's go through the manifest. Uh, got a. Uh, I forgot who makes it now. A big uh, portable um, power station. Okay. With solar panels and everything. So that's cool. Have some power. At least to charge. I wanted something to be able to charge my batteries for the camera. Um, so we'll have that. And also bought a portable refrigerator, car refrigerator that's like a... Big it ice chest. But looks like a big ice chest. Refrigerator. How many yeah. beers Freezer. can you put in it? 92? No. Oh. Uh, I think the one I settled on was 84, 84 cans. Okay. So you could put some meat in there. Yeah, that's what it's yeah, made that's for. Yeah, that's it's the plan. Gonna, it's freezer. It'll go down to negative. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Like negative fifty-four or something what? like that. What? Yeah, it's it'll get cold, cold. What, what is a regular long. like deep freeze that you have in your garage? What does that get down to? I thought that was, thought that was like negative four or something like that. I didn't even know they hit negatives. Yeah. Wow. So this thing is pretty legit. It, it so, is legit. Yeah. yeah it's it's <laughs> good. But we need to test it. See yeah, how legit it, it is. Yeah. And see how we like you know. Having food in there. And, and how long Matt can stuff. stay alive inside of it. How long yeah. uh, it takes to, you know, dethaw meat or whatever. I don't know. We're going to, you know, we're going to, we got to test it out. We got a grill. Yep. Because you can't open fire. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's bad. You can't have open fire. But is you can't take is a there ring. that much? No, they just don't want. Um, Wildfires to happen. But that's what well, I'm it's saying. Really Is there a lot of growth down there? It cactus and stuff, but it's the the other thing they said was the ashes. They don't want ashes everywhere. They don't want people dumping their ashes there because of the animals and the wildlife. Because it's oh oh, and the other thing that we learned at state that parks seems a little ridiculous. No, at at state parks and probably national parks too, they want you to buy wood in the park because it's wood in, from the indigenous park. wood. Yeah, well, they share. Um, Fungus yeah, or yeah, fungus or worms or whatever. I get that. Yeah. So, if you buy their wood, can you then have an open flame? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't why, know. But you why can, would they be selling wood if you couldn't? I don't know well, if they sell wood. Well, in the state parks, we can. 
but yeah. I was just talking. Yeah. This is a national park, oh, okay, so okay. I was. They may not sell I wonder. Them, I you can know? have it. You can have it in the camp. The actual campground campgrounds, mm-hmm. the real ones with yeah. the grills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but these are backcountry. These are backcountry uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere. All they give you is a pad and a bear box. Yeah. What's the bear box? What for your food to for keep the, the bears out. Yeah. And There's the javelina. There's and bear? the cougar. And the cougar. Yeah. Are there bear? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You see signs all over the park There's that say bear. beware of black bear. Yeah. Black bear and cougar. You know I don't have any guns, but if I did, are you allowed to bring those? You're not. You mm. can't shoot wildlife. You well. can't discharge <laughs> to discourage them, but you can't shoot them unless... It's coming right for us. If you're being attacked and one's mauling you or something, yeah. You Do shoot, I have to wait like, until it's mauling me? I don't know. I mean, if it's charging you. Okay. So if you say the words, it's coming right for us. Yeah. But the, everybody says the bears are cool. The only thing you have to question <laughs> the bears are, cool. are the mountain lions. And the javelina. Yeah. Those things are unpredictable. Mm. Yeah, and a javelina. But ha- javelina, yeah. Absolutely. That would be my biggest concern, actually, for yeah. sure. Any kind of wild hog. Yeah. Beside I doubt they'd come around. Mountain lion. And a, What's up, dude? <laughs> Who the fuck's that? Carrie hey, Wolf. Carrie Wolf. What's Carrie Wolf do? Dude, he. Music? Well, he. Yeah. Carrie Wolf runs does the lots door of music. Here. Runs the door. Does, he's a bartender. Bartender? Okay. He's uh he's a staple. The way you said it, been around here. I was like, has he been on the show? Oh, no. I don't know anybody unless he's been on the show. Oh, no. <laughs> No, uh, I don't even know if Carrie Wolf would do a show. Well, I was trying to get him and uh, Velton on at the same time. And oh, both he would do that. Same. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the way he's going to come on. Yeah. With what she meant was not my show. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's not I think, it. I think a show in general. I, that's I, just that's the what way I'm they saying, are. Is a show in general. Like, there's there's people that are super like. There's people around here that you know front bands and are wild, crazy on stage, but man, they are shy to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And to talk about That's a lot of creative folk. Yeah. Like they're they're outgoing and they're one thing, but don't really yeah. mess with the public. Yeah, no. I see that a lot. We had a band that had so much anxiety, he popped a bunch of shit and like passed out in the middle of the show. It was wild. What was it? It was crazy. Oh, it was mere. seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago. But so Jeff had like, one yeah. too that was like so shy, and he is such a megastar. But he was so shy on Jeff's show. Jeff was like. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, I can't get him to talk because he's so shy. Can you tell us who the big star was? Maybe. Can, can I? I mean, oh. he was on the show. I mean, he was on the show. You can go back and find the episode. Yeah, it he, was Leon Bridges. I was about to say. It must yeah. have been Leon Bridges. <laughs> and he just talked about it. Oh, did he? On his show, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he just talked about it with, you know, some uh, just talking about the shows. Or Brad no. Maybe he talked about it on your show. Yeah, so, he, yeah he mentioned Leon. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've recently, I've had people telling me I need to get him on my show, and I'm like, uh, do good it. luck. Yeah. Is that good something luck. we need to do? Uh, he's got, he's got so many. He did. We stopped trying, but he had. He's got a ton of PR people around him and stuff, and management yeah. stuff. He's he's not he's not Todd anymore. Some people really are. Oh wow, man! Yeah, good job! Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yeah, I miss the days of old Todd. Just Todd. 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 Yeah. Leon Bridges. Yeah. That's what Just working working in different restaurants Christian? and hanging out. That's his Christian stuff. name before he took on the alias? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the full story of the old Leon Bridges. 
Yeah. There's a Wikipedia entry for you. I know. He uh, he started here, got big, and still pops Whoa. in every once in a while. Yeah, no, we'll see him here and there. He's, good, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. He, he's uh, got the memory of an elephant, man. Fuck, remembers it. weird details about people, and it's awesome. Yeah. And everybody's name and stuff. Yeah, he's a cool dude. So I, uh, I got out of active duty, and... Uh, I got tricked into going to something. They I, they sent me a letter in the mail and said, you're required to go to this muster meeting. And I didn't know what the fuck that meant. Turns out it was a bullshit recruitment thing. I thought muster meetings were what you had when you got on a boat, so they showed you how to be safe. I'd never heard of the term. On a cruise ship. Okay. Anyway, enough people convinced me that I had to go to this, so I went. And it was. It was a complete recruitment attempt to get me into the reserves. And he asked me if I missed active duty, and I said yes. He said, would you ever think about going back to active duty? I said no. He said, what if I could offer you another option? And he started talking about the reserves. And anyway, he suckered me into it. I thought you had to serve a little bit in the reserves once you were out. You're in the inactive reserve. So regardless of the length of your contract, whenever you go into active duty, you are automatically eight years inactive. So if you do a three-year, you are still in inactive service for the remainder of that eight-year term. So anyway, yeah, but no. Yeah, okay. So anyway, gets me linked up with these guys here in uh, Fort Worth at JRB Carswell, the Joint Reserve Base, NAS, whatever. Yeah. And uh, the guy (laughs) talks me into it. Whenever I first encountered the reserves... I was floored to find out that they had zero combat arm jobs. Because whenever I was in active duty, I was an artillery guy. Yeah. Well, the reserves doesn't have artillery. So I'm going, well, what do you want me to do? Uh, isn't <coughs> as drastic as they get as a 50 cal on top of a Humvee? Well, the thing is, like, that's it. what what are you, what do you do? You're you're the army, yeah. but you're, you're not blowing anything up? <laughs> so anyway... This smooth-talking commander gets me on the phone, and he goes, Do you want to shoot a machine gun out of the side of a Black Hawk helicopter? And I'm like, yes, yeah, absolutely. I do. So I'm, uh, I think I'm about a month into uh, 15 Tango school when I start asking people, like, when do we do weapons training? And somebody's like, what are you talking about? You're a 15 Tango. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. When are we going to learn how to shoot out of the side of a helicopter? And he goes, <laughs> bitch, you're a mechanic. You in, yeah. You're a mechanic. <laughs> so I spent the next uh, nine years working on Black Hawk helicopters. <laughs> never shot a machine gun out never. the side of one. But anyway, you were talking about Leon Bridges having the memory like an elephant. I walk into this unit that gained me after I got done with training. And I, I go there. And uh, I didn't have, I was in plain clothes, and I walked past my gaining commander, the guy that runs the whole show. And whenever I walked by him, he goes, are you Andrew Turner? And I went, yes, sir. Like, completely floored by this. How does he know this? Well, he was expecting the new guy, right? But the next time I saw him, I'm in uniform, and I covered up my nameplate. This is three or four months later. And he walks by me, and he, he sees me put my hand on my nameplate, and he goes, hold on, I got it, Turner. And 
It's dude, weird people that it, can pull it, that out of their it ass. It blew me away to the point where I'm like, okay, that's a skill I want. Yeah. I want to be able to do that. I'm terrible with names. So I pulled him aside one time and I asked him, like, how the fuck do you do that? And he's like, you really have to just commit to learning every single person's name. That's and, your deal, huh? And he said it took him a decade to actually get it down. But you have to just you just have to practice it, is what he was telling me. And I don't think I can ever fucking do it, to be honest with you. I don't think I have the attention span. Yeah, that's difficult. Difficult to do. Um, but that's the same fucker that told me I was going to shoot out the side of a helicopter. <laughs> So he's got I'd a. Be, I'd be pissed. He's got a couple. Really pissed. Of, got a couple of skills. <laughs> so, here's a crazy story. I meant to tell it on our show this week, but well, now you get a chance. Now I'm going to tell you. So my second cousin, third cousin, he just uh, he's in the navy. Went over to Bahrain. Okay. He's been in Bahrain for two years. All right. Serving, and it was time What's for him he doing? to come home. You know what his job is? Not 100% sure. I know he was drinking a lot. What branch did you say? Navy. Navy. Right? He did go in the Navy, not Marines. Anyway, I may be wrong on that, but anyway, he the story is... Does he know, still know how to smile? I haven't seen him yet. Okay. He, he just got back, so he l- was getting ready to leave. It was like two weeks ago. You know, he was done over there. They were sending him home, and all he had to do was his reserve duty. But he was done. And he flew out there commercial. And he was flying. He was coming back commercial. Got the airport. Starting to sound Navy. Changed all his. Got all his luggage, you know, checked in and everything. Went to go through uh, customs to come through. Or through the airport terminal. And they uh, were like, who are you? What are you doing in our country? The U.S.? No, this was in Bahrain. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The Bahrain government was like, we have no record of you for two years being in our country. And he's like, well, I got a passport, and it's stamped. And I've been on the base, so the military knows I've been there. And they're like, well, you were never fully checked into our country. And <laughs> we're going to have to wait and get this all squared away. This actually sounds very military. It, it very so do- he's very much freaking does. out. He got super angry. Did they arrest um, him? No. Or detain him? They told him to go back to the base. Okay. Um, he kind of got, from my understanding, got really pissy about his luggage. Like he's like, I need. Oh, he couldn't get his back. luggage. And they weren't going to give it back to oh him. Oh my god! And they finally got it all out and got it back to him after he raised all sorts of hell. And and I think it was the the Bahrain government wasn't, wasn't going to get it for him. And he was like, you know, an airline won't fly with luggage on their plane that if there's not a passenger with it. You so know, it's just they, sitting there. Well, he got it all back. Okay. And then he got back to the base. And they're like, well, it's going to take us a few days to figure this out. And if we don't figure it out, you're going to fly back military, you know, when we send a plane home Load in three weeks. And he's like, there you go. I sit around here for three weeks. Until <laughs> I send one back. So, um, yeah, he finally got back. Uh, early this week, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Finally made it back. They got everything squared away, and he was allowed to leave Bahrain. But he's God. like, you know, they went out drinking, they went out to bars, they went out and did this and that, and he was like, you know, if if he would have got arrested or got in trouble, 
And, you know, military people are known for fighting. Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> so if he would have got picked up at a bar or something by, you know, Bahrain locals. It'd been bad. Yeah, really. Real he might have gone. He might have disappeared. Yeah, never gone seen into him one again. of those prisons you just never seen again. Or what do you think about that, old oh. Jeffrey Lord? Test, test, test. You're on, sir. Center stage on the mic. How's your uh, how's check your, it? You got check good it. volume in those ears. Turn up the snare in my headphones. Okay, here you go. Yep. How's that? That's I better. need all this. Well, I don't need it anymore. I have y'all's voice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, Jeff? By the way, you... I think it's wild. You uh, you killed it on the, the rap track that... Uh, I think I could do better. The intro? You think you could do yeah. better? I love how weird it sounds. That's what... I love how... It makes me laugh. It's almost like we're talking. Yeah. I don't know if you saw my comment in the uh, the chat, but I was like, I sound so accurately white. Like, I sound mm-hmm. as white as I should. No, but the <laughs> funny thing is I could picture us in our head doing it. That was cracking me up. Because I could see it. So for the listeners that don't know, uh, Dustin Snyder here from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre took myself and Mr. Jeffrey Lord here that just sat in on uh, the third mic with us, and he... What was the what was the rap track you put us on? It's still Dre, Dr. Dre, still yeah, Dre, from, still Dre. You know, and it is our voices chronic processed by AI. Ninety nine, and I mean, <laughs> you, so you 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 changed the the lyrics up to make it relevant in Fort Worth. And well, if you listen back to it, you'll hear some record scratches because the N word is dropped. So right, I took right. those out. So I got you. the scratches on it. Thank you. <laughs> and then. Um, yeah, I changed it up to kind of fit instead of, you know, it's the D-R-E. I put, you know, it's the L-O-R-D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you'll send me that file, I'll play it for this. Because yeah. I think this is yeah. a standalone episode now. <laughs> it was fun. That was, uh, I, I, that was, was, I was so sitting great. there thinking, and y'all were talking about the AI on the show y'all did together. And there's this video out there on Twitter. If you look up AI Kanye. This guy did. Um, it, it, he's building a piece of software that is really, really scary because what he did was he went and pulled down a basically rap track off YouTube. I watched it. I know what you're talking about. And plugged it in, and then he. Oh yeah, I did. I sent it to y'all. Then he he kicks back, and he's like, you know, this is this is a Kanye beat, whatever. Put it up there, and then he starts singing into the microphone with his own voice. With his own voice. Kanye stuff. Goes back, loads up the plug-in, puts it in. He's using Logic. Plugs it in, and it goes straight to sounding exactly like Kanye. Pretty perfect. And it sounds Damn. like something that he would do right now, because like, yeah, the <clears throat> lyrics were totally like modern as far as like you know, yeah, talking about losing the Adidas deal and all that stuff. To where it's like, I don't know him at all. But if I would have heard it, I would have thought it was a real Kanye song. Yeah. It would give no reason not to. It was shocking Damn. how they did it. And the guy in the video, he says, you know, we're, we're at the worst time for this. It's only going to get better, and it's only going to get crazier. And and so we, I think we started the episode kind of talking about, like, technology and the, the rate that it's changing. It's how alarming. It's it really yeah. is. And I, I, I think back to the Elon interview where he was talking about, I think this was on JRE, he was talking about him sitting down with either members of Congress or a congressional board or something, and... Uh, 
how he was encouraging them to, to do something to slow down the advancement of AI because once it gets to a certain point, it's out of control. And by the time he was doing the interview with uh, Joe Rogan, he said, it's a, it's a moot point. Like, it doesn't even matter. We're past that now. Like, well, there's no slowing it down at this point. Last week, we had all those people put out a letter saying, you know, AI needs to stop. Yeah. We need to put a pause on it for at least six months so that way put some legislation chill out and we can figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. There's no way you can keep this going. There's n- absolutely no way this can keep going at the rate it is without things collapsing it's too crazy it's too too crazy and i'm being like you know terminator apocalyptic but it's not just that you know you get ai that just wants to turn off power or and, and be like one, uh-huh. yeah flip one switch for sure and well everybody's like well what if it gets a hold of a nuke well the nukes are using 1980s yeah punch on cards purpose. on purpose yeah. And nothing's connected. That's different. Yeah. They're all uh, air-gapped. Everything's air-gapped. So, and that's they've kept them air-gapped, where you have to have keys and punch well, cards and all that. My only caveat to that: you heard what we did to the Iranian uh, nuclear reactor. I did not. This was, I think, ten years ago. But their system was air-gapped, and we went in there. Oh, and physically. Did well, it inside there? So they had I a third. Yeah, they had a third-party technician come in there to update something, right? And we had loaded a virus. It's called a worm virus or something like that. I've seen hackers in, from 1991. Well, I don't. I don't know any of this. I'm just regurgitating other smart people's bullshit. But so we put this worm virus inside that technician's equipment, and I don't know that he was. I don't. I don't think he was like an agent or anything. I don't think he knew. So whenever he went to diagnose the equipment at this Iranian nuclear reactor, when he plugged that thing in, it loaded a virus into their shit, and then it sat there. And it learned their system over the course of like six months. So that guy's gone. That guy left six months ago. That shit has been inside their computer learning how they do things on a daily basis so that whenever it starts changing things, it does it incrementally in a way that they won't notice. And then eventually it turned up some kind of component inside their system and caused some kind of major uh, like issue that caused, a, I don't know if it was a meltdown or what, but drastically affected their ability to conduct operations with this nuclear reactor. And so even with it air-gapped, there was a way to get in there. And so, I mean, I'm sure our systems, hope, hope to God, are better than what they got over there in Iran, but even with the system air-gapped, you can still get in there. There are ways. So it was called Moore's Law. Look up Moore's Law, because that's the that's the theory where everything goes. Uh, um, technology doubles. It says uh, the number of transistors on a microchip doubles every two years. Yeah. I so the, that. the law claims to expect the speed and capacity of computers and technology to increase every two years. Double every two years. Infinitely. Uh huh. I mean, see, I was just thinking about all the entertainment stuff. So I was like, you could sit there. At some point, you'll be able to just say, okay, I want to watch a movie. It's going to be the kind of movie where 
you know, the good guys come across, I don't know, like a bag of drugs or money that's not theirs, and they take it, and then all of a sudden the bad guys are after them, right? Okay, I want Elvis Presley, Jerry Reed, Burt Reynolds, you know. Gina Davis. Gina, yeah, you know, <laughs> myself. Put Gina Davis in there. I want Dustin in there, you know. I want Mayor Maddie to make a, you know, a cameo <laughs> in there. You know, yeah, you can say all this, and all of a sudden, then you just sit sit back and let it play. Then you hit play and then here you go. And then AI just does it. They got all the video and photos, the voices down and they can write the script and then they can just throw it all together and you watch a movie. You You know, know, 50 years from now, people are going to call you the the Nostradamus of this period because... I bet you're right. I mean, you could be in movies. You're like, I want to be the action star. I want to be, you know, I want to, I want to redo Rambo, but I want to be Rambo. And you can watch the movie where you're Rambo. And G- G- Gina Davis is my girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, there is a video on Twitter right now of that someone had AI have Will Smith eat hot dogs. <laughs> and they, it's a full video, you know. And it looks like a meme and everything, but it's like he's taking hot dogs and just shoving them into his head, and his mouth will jump up to his forehead and everything. It's hysterical yeah. to watch it. You it's so strange. Up? No, this is the no, best. No, but yet. this is the best time for it because it's so it's so just abstract. You know, what I mean, it's so weird. I mean, you can tell what you know what the AI photos and the AI videos and stuff yeah. are because there's weird little glitches in it. I saw one the other day and it was like AI AI can't figure out spaghetti. Did y'all see that one? Uh -uh. And it was just this hilarious shit like you're talking about where like the they're shoving it into the side of their head or their mouth's moving around. I don't know. But spaghetti was like impossible for the AI to figure out. It but we're, we're, we're really, we are in the infant stage of this shit. I mean, honest to God. I mean, it just popped up out of nowhere, and it's accelerating so fast. But these are the first days of this shit. Yeah. Right? We're in the... Uh, well, I mean, that's all Google was. I mean, you go on, on Google and, and say, you know, whatever, you know, when, when was Jimmy Carter elected? You know, then it runs through the Internet and finds that fact for you and pulls it up and gives you different websites that you can sure. go to and see it. And so it's, that's all the AI is doing is just going through all the information that's already out there and pulling up the answers for you. Do you yeah. remember what Amazon was originally? It was a bookstore. Yeah. 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 That's all it was. <laughs> it was a bookstore. Wanted to compete with... Uh, they yeah. want to be a digital version of Barnes and Noble and compete with them. Yeah, you had a little digital handbook or little little Kindle that you could read your books on. And now you can watch you know. hundreds of thousands of hours of TV on it. And cool. in the, I mean, in the Get very the beginning, it was yeah. it was you know a bookstore for physical books for trading physical books right. and moving them around. So well, it's like Netflix. Yeah, you got the I'm sure the you got the DVDs in the mail. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like and. You know, you had to go in there with your little cue and put them all in there and see what you wanted. As soon as you turned it one in, they would go to your next one in line right. and send it to you. Yep. Yeah. It's like, this is the greatest thing ever. My friends had that service. I uh, I wasn't quite that cool. Or I was just totally broke. Um. Yeah, but I was telling Matthew earlier, I was t- t- talking to him. I went on to that, that chat, GPT-4 or whatever. And I sent it over to Dustin. I was like, I told it, I said, uh, Fort Worth is often called Funky Town. Can you write me a poem about that or whatever? And then it wrote me a little poem. And it was yeah. it was decent. Like I said, it wasn't something that I would have wrote. But it was okay. It Are was you using good. a particular app? It was, a chat, it was like AI dot 
So or, you went to the website? Yeah, I, I typed in chat GPT-4 into Google, and, and then it takes you to an AI yeah. dot something website. And then you can you can log on with like Apple or Facebook or something like that. So I just hit one of those and logged in. Yeah. Then it gives you some, it says, you know, ask it anything. And it gives you some examples like, you know, what's a good idea for a 10-year-old birthday party? So you can just do stuff like that. And it looks through all of the stuff that we yeah. have for all these different ideas and are bringing back 10 or 20 ideas you know, and you just kind of look through them and go, "Oh, it's pretty good." You know, I used uh, I used it to generate names for this music festival I want to put, wanted to put together, and I said, "Give me fifty names for a music series that runs eight months and happens in Fort Worth, Texas." And it, it spit out all sorts of cool stuff, like Panther City Music Festival, yeah, yeah. like like very specific and relevant shit. They gave me fifty names. I'm like, these are actually yeah pretty damn good. Well, I then ask it to uh, ask it to write me a doo-wop song, complete with the chord. Susie, are you freezing? I've, you want my packing blanket? No, it's warm. It's ugly, but it's warm. Um, I'd rather be cold. I don't know. And not look cute. I don't know if this will ever see the light of day now, or if it'll probably change before then, but. Matt and I had been working on a project called Stink Flamingo. Stink? Uh, Flamingo. It's, an, it's a band. But we started it during COVID, and it was me and him just... We sat down over the course of a few nights, and just... We would build out a beat. And I'm not talking like, you know, Apple Loops beat. I actually built drums with fills and changes and stuff and different time patterns of crap. I built the stuff out. And... We'd build them out, we'd listen to them, and he'd lay down guitar. Or if I had an idea, I'd lay down the guitar real quick. And it was just whatever came to mind, as quick as we could. And then we went and we chopped all that. You know, we, you sit there and you come up with ideas and you work through them. And then you'll probably, you know, you noodle around with some other stuff. And uh, before you know it, 30 minutes, you've got a whole song there that you can go in and chop up. Yeah. And make a real song with a voice. Course. verse, course, verse, bridge. bridge, all that. So that's what we did. We made this as weird and as robotic as we could. Yeah. But it still sounds like a real band's playing. We did that with the guitars, and the drums were set, and then we had my guitarist um, come in and lay down uh, guitars, David O'Hearn from The Spectacle. He would uh, lay down guitars, and then Matt Thomas would come in and lay down bass, and then I would lay keys over it. And that was going to be the band with Matt singing. Okay. Drummer, David O'Hearn, Matt Thomas, uh, Matt Stubbs and me. So, um, we were working the whole, everything we've worked on, we've got like eight or nine tracks. And the theme of the eight or nine tracks is cult stuff. It's all cult related. Different cults, different things. And even like the cult of Trump. (laughs) <laughs> is like the the track we actually made a video for that's real yeah. short. It's yeah. about the cult of Trump and how they acted on January 6th. Yeah, it's all insurrection stuff. Yeah, the, uh, the whole insurrection <laughs> okay. thing. And um, that's out there. That's on YouTube. You can go find it. Stink Flamingo. It's called Insurrection. Or, yeah. Or Fatal Flaw. It's called uh, Fatal Flaw. 
But um, I'll look up the link. I'll put it in the show notes. Andrew, the don't music forget. videos there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some music <laughs> of all this. But anyway, we kept dicking around with with uh, lyrics for all these songs, and finally just said, "Screw it." Chat GPT. <laughs> I need a metal song that is dark. Um, th- that starts out dark and ends uh, uplifting about the Waco massacre, and it spit out, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, uh, change up, outro, and it give you it go like you can do go an outro this way, you can do a chorus this oh way. Oh my leave. god! Yeah, and they give you like the chord progressions. Well, no chord progressions. It will if it asks you to. Yeah, yeah. No chord progressions. It was just the lyrics laid out like this. And I told them what, what uh, beat per minute and time pattern. <laughs> so I spit it out, and it fits. Like if you're playing through with the drums, it mathematically fits. It all f- is, is perfect. Good and God. Then you put the music on it, and you, then you start building the melody line with it. And it's... It's on. It's spot on. It's great. So we've been... We're at that stage right now. Because we've got all these songs recorded. We need to put vocals on them. And then fine-tune them. We're done. But uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy. The stuff it's sped out for this. Or sped out. It was amazing. You know what alarms me about this is because... You know, five years ago, we were talking about... And I, I, I go back to the JRE a lot because I listen to it a lot but we were holding on to the, the this idea that you know AI yeah it's going to be whatever but it'll never ever be able to replace the creativity of a human I still don't think it will it is uh, doing you're, it no because no. It's, it's still not the same it's like, lazy yeah it's real lazy it's right, very, okay it's very, today it's very simple yeah but it, it's starting to it, look it like the beginning of it so I mean it could get better <laughs> yeah no it could get way better and yeah, like, you know like lead said, to something way better but yeah the point that I had it right, you know, it was okay, you know, but I mean, it was a very simple, very simple rhyming pattern. But again, we're in the early days. It, it was know? very obvious. It just, you know, it looked cheesy. I liked it fine, but I mean, you know, it didn't have that human feeling to it. It was very just, you know. But as you're saying that, people are also picking up on that and they're putting their input back into it and saying, well, it was good, but it was cheesy. No matter what happens, you'll learn from that. No matter how far this goes and what you can do, you'll always have the people that think it's cool to use it and to push its boundaries and to create with it. Mm-hmm. But you'll also have the Hemingways out there that want to do stuff old school. For sure. And, and want to do it, you know, pen and paper. They don't want it. Hemingway might have been an AI. It's going to be perfect for writing. <laughs> it's going to be perfect for, like, writing Hallmark cards, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and doing, like, mass production of things. It's Coming up with cute shit to say to your girlfriend. Freaking Dude, go get, you I know what? Go grab all my information on the web and build me a resume. It will, it, it'll do it. Yeah. I, know, it, I hate resume. It can I do hate it. resume writing. Go find my info or here. I was Here's at, the stuff. You construct it. I was looking at some of the apps. It. They've already got an app out there that you can upload your, your resume in there for and it'll rewrite it for you. Because I hate rewriting my resume. Yeah. So, I, mean, that's I don't mean, know why is, I do it. I don't need it. There's some it, good tools that can help you and yeah. stuff. But, I, uh, I, uh, I try to uh, update mine, you know. I'm one of the guys that has a LinkedIn account. I have a LinkedIn account. I don't fucking use it. Yeah, I don't, I don't use it either. I, I don't update it. it. And yeah. like my sister, I was like, "You need to 
you need to be on top of that. You need to go in there every three months and make sure it's up to date. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Why? I feel I mean, like my clientele. It's, it's, it's relevant inside <laughs> certain industries that are like into that, but. I've topped out. It's never done anything for me. I've worked for the number one telecommunications company and the number one, number one sports organi- organization in the world. What, what else? <laughs> There's my resume. Just put those two on there. <laughs> I can fix your phone shit, and I can <coughs> tell and you all sorts of stuff about the Jerry and his land. And also, he's <laughs> excellent at everything else. Now I'm, I'm ready for another drink. I feel like until... Until okay. AI knows how to say Houston Street instead of Houston, Houston Street, I'm not too worried. But if you're in New York, it's Houston. They don't say Houston. But we're not in New York. Okay. AI has to know where the fuck it is. <laughs> it, you're right. It should. It should know the, the dialect for you know that region, saying, right? right? It should. You're right. I think it's learning very quickly, and we should all be very alarmed. There was a girl that uh, took her Furby apart. Do you see that? And she hooked up a chat. GP to it, oh so, my God. so that way she could ask it questions and it would talk back to her. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. Oh my and God! She, and she asked it if there was a secret ploy for the Furbies to take over the world, and then um, it was like uh, it said the way the, that Furbies are going to take over the over the the world was is like with its cuteness and all that, all that stuff and then eventually it was going to outnumber it was this whole thing oh, that's know? amazing oh that it actually knew that yeah but because it it goes through and looks at all the internet yeah, stuff so and all the all the theories and rules or whatever right. and just well and just you can ask it, it to do like the way I would do it is like give me a fictional story on how it could happen and then it will generate that and that's kind of what so, it did you know even though she didn't ask it to it's kind of yeah. Oh I can't remember what they're called, but now each prostitute. No, they're each side of the aisle has their own chat GPT. Like there's a right leaning one and a left leaning one, and I want to go in there and have, like, ask them both a question, the exact same question, Let have them, them argue each other. Right? Like, like, like what's did, the <laughs> did Trump win the 2020 election? <laughs> like, oh God. And it, with that, it's pretty crazy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Let's end it. All right. Go right, end it. I guess. What do we got up next? We. Uh, I want to talk oh. about the Tennessee Three. What the fuck? Yeah, so do Let's I. Let's do that next. <laughs> uh, Fanamello's up next, and then we have Mean Motor Scooter. Oh yeah, we got to tie this up so we can watch that because I've never seen Fanamello. Fem- you haven't. Yeah. Oh, this Panda suck, will mesmer- oh. mesmerize you with her hair slinging skills. I cannot wait. We're gonna get some awesome. If she gets video. it going, yeah, they're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're great. Good. Yeah, they're, great. they're awesome. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Later. Thank you for joining us for this leg of the Psychedelic Panther 2023 coverage. There are more of these. We're going to release them in order uh, so that you can kind of pick through and see each one of the guests that we sat down with uh, without it being too confusing. Last year, we just put out one big episode. It was way too long, and you you didn't really know who was talking, uh, even though it was in the show notes. But there was just too many people. So we broke it up in segments. This is one part, and there are many other parts. Flying by the seat of my pants here. I'm not even sure how many parts we're going to have. If you missed Psychedelic Panther this year, don't worry. Joe Guzman is planning on putting on another one, and we will keep you posted. Psychedelic Panther has its own social media pages, but you can also go to the Fort Worth Roots social media pages. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We do have a Twitter account, but there's not much on that thing. Uh, But just look for Fort Worth Roots, and we'll make sure that we keep you up to date with all the events that we have coming up. Well, one event that we are uh, that we do have on the schedule right now is June twenty fourth out at Pouring Glory, and you can get Pouring Glory on social media as well, just as Pouring Glory. They'll be in the show notes. 
They're one of our sponsors. But June 24th, we'll be out there, and we're inviting all the small business owners and all the podcasters and any of the uh, local DFW influencers to come out and do a recording with us. You do not have to schedule uh, a block of time to get involved with this on June 24th. It's gonna Doors are going to open at 1030 for me, I don't think they're going to start serving b- beer or food until 11, but we'll sit down and start our first recording at 1030. Uh, Fort Worth Humane Society, I believe, is going to be out there with doggos. So we're going to have that going on too. Uh, but you're, you're invited. There's no cost to entry. Do come hungry. Uh, you know, if you, if you do uh, like adult beverages they're going to have a lot of delicious uh, craft beers on tap that you can enjoy so uh, even though the event is free i would like people to show up hungry and at least try some of these award-winning burgers uh, or anything else off the menu just so you get to experience that pouring glory is an excellent excellent place so all right june 24th and more details to come follow us on social to uh, get updates if you do want to schedule a block of time to make sure that you uh have a chance to record with us hit me up at media at fortworthroots.com and we will make sure that you are on the schedule want to make sure we get as many people as much attention as we possibly can and musicians i don't know if i said that but uh also musicians it's gonna be a good opportunity for me to uh do a lot of recordings that day with people that maybe i've been meaning to get a hold of or trying to get them on the show and we just have not had a chance to get our schedules lined up so it's going to be a full day of recordings. Starts at 10.30, and we're probably going to keep that thing going till 7, 8 o'clock, something, maybe 9 o'clock. Just depends on what the temperature of the party is and uh, if we still have people that want to do recordings. So, all right, let's get into our sponsors real quick. Woodpost Metalworks. You can go to woodpostmetalworks.com. Use offer code PODCAST817. Excuse me. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or installation light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. I know that's a lot, but they do it all. And we want to keep Fort Worth dollars in Fort Worth pockets. So if you need a new sign for your business, if you need something cut out of metal, if you're trying to come up with an original gift idea for a loved one, for a Christmas birthday, anniversary present, something like that, uh, these are the guys. Don't go online. Don't buy it from some other country. Buy it from somebody that's uh, putting their blood, sweat, tears and hard work right here into our community uh, woodpostmetalworks.com and make sure you use offer code podcast 817 at checkout to get 10 percent off <sighs> okay next one Hulk walker originals Halkwalker.com. you go there to get really awesome unique customized gifts uh, for your business or for your office you need some stuff personalized they got you covered they offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of that's haukwalker.com roofing solutions by darren hauk you can go to roofing solutions and their number is 817-882-6520 and just by being a listener of the fort worth roots podcast you get uh 50% off a roofing tune-up. That's where they go up there and they make sure that the sealant around your pipe jacks, vents, and whatnot, I'm not a roofer, uh, are um, not not broken up and flaking away. And they can, uh, they'll, they'll put new sealant around those things. This is a place for water intrusion and it can damage your roof. So you need to have this done in Texas, uh, you know, probably once a year. It's okay if you haven't done it 
every year but that's what you should do also gives them a chance to hop up there and see if you've got any hail damage or whatever whatever so uh, the typical cost for something like this is five hundred dollars and at five hundred dollars it's still worth it you want to make sure that that gets done uh, but since you listen to fort worth roots podcast and you heard it here first you get 50 percent off and darren and his and his team will do it for $250. And if they get up there and they find more damage than what the 250 covers, they will come down. They'll tell you, hey, we can't do it for that amount. So you don't owe us anything. Okay. They're not They're not using this as a segue to bend your arm and try to charge you more. Uh, so legitimately $250 to get the job done. And if there's more up there that they need to address, they'll help you walk through the insurance process and uh, make sure that it gets done right. That is Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk. That's RoofingSolutionsHauk.com, 817-882-6520. There was something that I was going to include there, but I, I think it might be illegal to say in the same breath. But uh, if you know Darren, uh, and if you are Darren, then um, congratulations on the recent thing. I don't know if I can say that along with your business, but anyway... We love you, and uh, we're proud of you, and congratulations. Another sponsor that we're really excited about that uh, we're proud to have on our team here, our friends at Pouring Glory. Thanks to the owner over there at uh, Pouring Glory, Mr. Scott. Uh, He's a good friend of mine now, and uh, we've been working with him for a long time. Just recently, he became a sponsor of the show. You can find them at 1001 Bryan Avenue in Fort Worth, Texas. It's uh, just off South Main Street. Uh, in between South Main Street and I-35, one block north of Rosedale. It's it's just easy to pass by because there's nothing else on that little strip right there. They're kind of on an island all by themselves. Uh, but it is in a convenient location, and it's easy to find. You plug it into your GPS, pouring glory. There's only one of those around. Uh, PG, excuse me, <laughs> Those are my notes. Pouring Glory is a growler refilling station that serves craft beer and award-winning food with live music. Uh, Scott is uh, making a concerted effort to make sure that there is more and more live music out there for you. And now that, you know, it's summertime and we're not worried about uh, as much rain or cold weather or bad weather days, uh, the, the music is really starting to pick up out there. Denver Williams is out there a whole lot. Uh, there's a bunch of other incredible musicians uh, that frequent that establishment. But uh, just go onto their social media pages, Pouring Glory. They're heavy on Facebook and Instagram. Or we also try to do a very good job of promoting them as well. Anytime they have an activity coming up, a thing that I really like to go to is Sunday Dog Park uh, or Dog Park Sunday, whatever they call it. Anyway, from 11 to 4, they close all the gates and the doggos get to run free off the leash and just enjoy this massive patio uh, that uh, Scott is constantly working on, trying to make it more and more enjoyable out there for you. He's got a Mr. System that he set up uh so you've got you know it's, it's not raining on you but it's you know cool mist coming off of these mister lines and uh umbrellas on top of picnic tables all over the place and it's a pretty kick-ass little spot so anyway that's every sunday you don't have to wait for dog park sunday it's a dog friendly friendly establishment it's just that's kind of their day to to dedicate to the doggos the fur babies so you can bring them out there let them socialize with other dogs and have a blast they got food bowls out there water bowls they even have these like tiny little dog <laughs> i want to call it like a like a hammock or something i don't know it's weird very cute anyway 
dog friendly. Go check that out. Their uh, award-winning food is enough reason to go there, but the dog-friendly part is, uh, is is something I like talking about because I like dogs. Uh, but live music, great food, and a lot of excellent craft beers. Body Machine Fitness is located at 2300 West 7th Street. It's part of that uh, shopping center just right there next to Tom Thumb and uh, next to, what is that breakfast place? I can't remember. There's also a Buffalo Wild Wings right there, but it's in that whole thing just across from Chewy's and the park uh, right there on 7th Street. Body Machine Fitness offers truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience. Your first class has already been paid for, so go to www.bodymachinefitness.com to schedule your first high-energy cardio strength group fitness class with best-in-industry group, uh, excuse me, Best in industry trainers, cutting edge audio and lighting system. Show up early or stay after uh, your class for the infrared sauna and nutritionist nu- nutrition snacks in the lobby. I'm getting a little tongue tied here. Just trying to talk too fast. Anyway, I've been going here uh, for a little while now. Uh, I try to go twice a week. Sometimes, you know, life, but <laughs> I try to get in there twice a week, and uh, it's it's excellent. And I. I would encourage you to see some of the videos I've been taking up there. Um, they're on my social media. They're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, but the reason I take videos in there um, is because they have a really unique environment. They've got these LED lights that are hanging down like kind of like icicles across the entire studio in like a grid. And whenever the music starts and when the beat changes and anyway it's just it's all in sync and uh after a while once your uh, adrenaline starts pumping and those lights are going and the music is in sync with it it is just it's you're you're kind of in a different plane of existence there for a minute especially whenever the trainer is just not letting up (laughs) um but it it's like i said i keep saying this unique it is but you got to see it yourself uh first class is paid for and if you want to, I've got somebody that I think is going to seriously take me up on this offer, uh, and I'm just waiting on the phone call. Um, I will go with you to one of these classes. I've already got a membership. I love going there. I'm already there twice a week. So if you want a familiar face there or you just want to hang out, uh, let me know, and I'll go with you to Body Machine Fitness um, for your, your uh, paid-for class. I don't say free. It's, just, it's a tacky thing that you don't say anymore. It's not free. It costs something, right? but it's been paid for. So check it out. You can go schedule this class yourself at bodymachinefitness.com. If you have any issues with that, just look them up on uh, Google Maps or whatever you iPhone people use and give them a call. They'll walk you through the process or maybe they'll just take your order uh, right there over the phone. But definitely worth your time. And lots of cool videos uh, that I have on our social media, but you can also find them uh, as Body Machine Fitness on TikTok, Instagram and Facebook as well, and their videos are way better than mine. But anyway, McFly's Pub 6104 LTG, excuse me, LTJG Barnett Road. Such a weird address, but you can look them up also using your navigation just by typing, typing in McFly's Pub. This is a 1980s Back to the Future themed bar with a very impressive outdoor area. I'm reading this off my notes, but I wrote these notes. Uh, it is an impressive uh, little outdoor area. It's uh, 
it's always kind of like everybody has like their own little area, right? They've got these picnic tables set up. They've got these high top bar tables that you can sit at, or they've got this really, really big fire pit kind of tucked off in the corner. You can sit back there with your friends. And so anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is it's a nice big open area. So everybody's like together, but there's also like these little pockets where you can kind of sit off and have your own private little conversation. It's also another dog friendly place. Uh, it's located over here by uh, the JRB NAS car. Carswell, NASJRB Carswell, the military base in Fort Worth where all the jets fly out of. Uh, they're on the ooh, east side off of Meandering. If you know the area, it's the east gate coming out of the base. Uh, they're located on Meandering. See, why doesn't it say Meandering? It calls it something totally different. Anyway, it's awesome. Uh, Claudia Wells from Back to the Future. She played Marty McFly's girlfriend. She was there the other day signing autographs. Uh, shaking babies and kissing hands, that whole thing. Uh, but they're always doing something out there. They have a uh, singer-songwriter uh, night with Tommy Luke and Dippy Dog, his little dog, his cute little furry animal. Um, that's every week, most of the time. I think every once in a while there's something comes up. But Tommy Luke is excellent. There's a lot of uh, Fort Worth legends that go out there to play and uh, song swap, do all that good stuff. So, And then our... Uh, one of our uh, bartenders is, uh, is a musician as well, so sometimes we can get him up there to uh, play some tunes, and he's got some very original material. That's how I'll put it. You want to know more? You're going to have to come check it out yourself. <laughs> anyway, that's McFly's Pub. Okay, did we talk about everybody? We talked about McFly's. We talked about Body Machine Fitness. talked about Pouring Glory, Woodpost Metalworks, Hawk Walker Originals, Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk. That's it. That's all the sponsors. And uh, this, yeah, this week's going to be a little bit weird. I'm going to try to put all these episodes out tonight. This little outro, I don't usually do this if you've been listening to the Fort Worth Roots podcast for any length of time. The uh, end credits and the intro are always different because I record them uh, independently for every single episode. I'm not doing that for Psychedelic Panther. <laughs> so these are all the same. I waited till the very end to tell you that. Yeah, I should have told you up front. I'm sorry. There was no trickery intended there. It's just kind of how it panned out. Anyway, hope you're enjoying these. Um, if you have any input or you'd like to uh, give us a call or whatever, do it. Where's the daggum phone number? I forget the phone number all the time. <sighs> Got it. Phone number for voicemails is 817-988-1292. You can call and you can leave me a voicemail and I will play it on our next uh, episode. And what I'm doing right now is I'm going into the phone trying to figure out how to find my voicemails. I never use this phone. Okay, that's everything. Again, if uh, you would like to be part of our June 24th event out at Pouring Glory starting at 10.30 a.m. Uh, to record and talk about either your music, your art, your creations that you bring to live events, your business, uh, your podcast, or your social media endeavors, your YouTube channel, whatever. We're opening up the floor for everybody uh, on June 24th. 
So uh, you can email me if you want to lock down a time to record. It's media at fortworthroots.com. And you can also call us. This is for the listeners or anybody else out there that's trying to get a hold of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. You can text us, too, on this number. But if you would like your voicemail played on uh, our next recording, the number is 817-988-1292. That is not a good number to reach me on. So if you're trying to get a hold of me, you should try me on social media or by the email because I've always got the other phone, my personal phone, in my pocket, which I will not give you that number. I don't need those kind of shenanigans. But 817-988-1292 is good for leaving messages or whatever. There you go. Okie dokie. That is enough talking out of me. Thank you all so much for being here. I'm going to get the rest of these episodes out to you. So it's back to work. Thank you.